Hey guys, it's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to inspiring and encouraging Christians of all walks of life to become their full godly potential. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode, and thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kyla with That Christian Girl Podcast, and I'm so excited for today's episode. It's been a hot minute, you guys, so I'm going to do some life updates and just a quick shout-out. So first I'll start with a shout-out, and this shout-out is going to go to Emma Kate, and this person has been replying to every single one of my questionnaires on Spotify. So if you use Spotify, if you scroll up, there's this little Q&A section where you can reply to a question that I put out, or there's this little poll that you can reply to. And I just love to see what you guys are thinking, if you guys enjoyed the episode, or just maybe how I can pray for you. And I've just noticed that Emma Kate she has replied to every single one of them that I put out recently. So it's so encouraging for me to read those. And I'm here. I'm seeing you. I'm I'm watching you. Not in a creepy way. But as I've said in my last one, I have wished that I would be able to just message everybody directly who replies to that. But unfortunately, I can't. So... I'll just shout her out here and just thank you for your support, Emma, and I love it when any of you reply to those because it's so encouraging for me to read them and being like, oh, I can pray for this person, or oh, this is what this person is working on, or whatever it may be. It's so encouraging for me to know what's going on in your lives because if I could, I would love to round up every single person who's ever listened to my podcast, and just, like, meet all of you. That would be amazing. Like, just to be able to somehow get us all in one big room and go around, learn all of y'all's names. I know I'll probably forget them really easily, but learn everybody's names, meet everybody, give everybody a big hug, because I love talking to you guys when you email me or when you DM me over Instagram, like literally, that makes my day. I'll read one of those and I'll get so excited. It's kind of funny, but just shout out to every single person who answers those questionnaires, but also especially Emma Kate, um, because she has answered every single one of them that I've put out recently. So it's just so encouraging how seeing your guys' lives and what's going on. So, let's do some life updates, you guys, because it's been two weeks, and I know last last time I was like, oh, I'm going to be so good, I'm going to try and get out a Friday episode, because I didn't have school Thursday or Friday the last time that I uh, put out an episode, and that just kind of crashed and burned. It went and blew up my plans, but... I have missed sitting here and recording these, and there has been a little bit of, oh, what do I do? What do I record? Like, I can't, 
I don't know. I don't have any ideas. And then, of course, when I get ideas, I don't have the time. So it's kind of hard with the busy schedule to figure out when to post and when to record because it's a long process. And this time, again, we need to learn from our past mistakes. I need to learn from my past mistakes of let's not let's not not make a podcast outline but today I didn't really make a good outline so I'm gonna just fly by the seat of my pants <laughs> but I think I'm pretty good on this topic because I have been learning about this a lot and it's been like the FCA topic and it's bloomed into a lot of other things but I think I'm pretty good about talking with this about this topic without a direct outline, but it just takes a lot of time. It's a lot of time to go and devote an hour to recording it, and then at least 30 minutes to editing, and sometimes my editing is a little bit more sloppy. <laughs> we might have my cat friend come in. As you can tell by her, um, meowing. Anyways, little side tangent. Anyways, so it takes at least an hour to record and then at least 30 minutes to edit and 30 to 45 minutes to even make a plan because I know that I need at least a rough outline written on paper to be able to get all my thoughts together and bring them all together. <laughs> so... It's, it's been a teensy tiny bit of a struggle to record and upload, and life has gotten busy. I've been applying to colleges, school. <laughs> school is in itself really busy, but I have work a lot. I work, I have something going on every single night of the week. So hopefully I can work around my schedule to figure out when to record these episodes, I, like, really want to try and find a time that I can just sit down and record a bunch at one time. So, on the days that I'm not able to record, I'll have some backstock. But so far, I have not had the time to be able to do that. So, I'm just, I'm hoping that, you know, the Lord will work things out and I'll be able to do that and have the motivation to do that and all of that stuff. But thank you guys so much for bearing with me and listening. And it's crazy because sometimes I'll pull up analytics and I'll be like, what? People are listening to this? There's like, I don't know how many downloads just today? Today? And I haven't put stuff out for two weeks? That's crazy. So thanks for continuing to listen. And if I know, if I ever not get an episode up on a Tuesday. Fridays are kind of going by the wayside, but Tuesdays I'm really trying to upload each week. That hasn't gone as well as hoped, but if I don't upload an episode for a week, go back and listen to one that maybe you haven't listened to, or what I found is that sometimes I need to listen to either a podcast or a sermon so many times through. Like, I love listening to them however many times through, just to really get it cemented in my brain. And sometimes I feel like I miss some parts or whatever it may be. So that's really great to go back and listen and be encouraged by it too. And 
I've been listening to a lot of sermons lately, so I feel like after that goal-setting episode, I really committed myself to those goals. Getting seven hours of sleep each night has not gone as well as hoped, but I have been getting into the Word, I think, five times, both both of the past weeks, which is really encouraging. And then also I have been working out. I think that was my third goal or whatever. I've been working out. So I've gone back to the gym, gotten back into that habit, which is really great. So I feel overwhelmed, but then also like really happy to see how much I've grown in the past few weeks and excited to get back into the podcast, excited to do it. So I wanted to talk today all about identity. This is a big word. It's not a big word, but it's a big topic. And it's really overwhelming when I was learning about this because we had an FCA message so long ago on it. But I remember learning about this and talking about this. And I remember kind of just being stuck. I'm like, I know that our identity is supposed to be in the Lord, but like, what does that even mean? What does that mean to have our identity in God? So we're just going to go through what is identity? What do we put our identity in? What we should be putting our identity in? And then like, what does that even look like? Because it's so easy for us to be like, oh yeah, our identity is in Christ. But what does that look like? So let's first start with the basic understanding of identity. So identity is who you are, where you belong, why you have value, and what your purpose is. That's kind of just what identity is all about. So what, so who are you? So these could be anything. This could be what, a lot of it could be what you spend your time doing. Um, Where do you belong? So this could be, oh, well, where you live or where you go to school or where you work, why you have value. We put our value in so many different things. So it could be in relationships and academics or even like just really bad things that we can put our value in. And then also what your purpose is. I feel like a lot of us look for our purpose in the wrong places. It's so easy for me to be like, what's my purpose for this life? Like, what is the true purpose of this life? And it's so hard and so scary sometimes because you're like, I don't know what my purpose is. What is my purpose? What am I doing with my life? You know, so that's one part of identity. and And I'll try and answer all of those questions in today's episode. But let's go, so now that we know what identity is, so who you are, where you belong, why you have value, and what your purpose is, where do we look for our identity in? And I know I already said a lot of this, but we tend to look for identity in so many different things. So we look for identity in athletics. So if you are a runner, you tend to put your identity in the fact that, you know, you're a really fast cross-country runner. Or if you are a tennis player, you could put your identity in the fact that you are, like, number three in the state or whatever. Or even if you aren't, like, in a school sport, you could still put your identity in athletics and, like, oh, 
I go to the gym. So, you know, I'm a muscle mommy or I'm a Pilates princess or I'm a, I don't even know what the cardio one is, but like cardio queen, I think that might be what it is. But for me, that's really easy. You know, I work out, I lift weights, you know, that's where I could see myself putting my identity in that the fact that I like to go to the gym, you know? So even though I'm not in like a school sport, I, you can still put your identity in the fact that, you know, you are a long distance runner on the side. So you go and do marathons and stuff, or you can, you're like a bodybuilder or you do any of these cool, like out of like gym stuff that's not quite a school sport or an at or like a sport sport but you do all of these other things you can really put your identity in that that's why you see so many people on instagram who like show videos of them at the gym literally in their instagram bio they say health health coach like that's what they're putting their identity in is the fact that they're a coach for people at the gym we could also put our identity in our academics. So this is more for people who are younger, either in high school or college and even middle school. I feel like when you're the quote unquote gifted kid, a lot of your value and your worth comes from your academics. And it's really hard to break out of that. I've noticed that where fre uh, freshman and sophomore years and junior year, I really, really struggled with this because I realized junior year, I'm not that straight A student that I used to be. And junior year was just a struggle for me. So I had a lot going on, but I've always thought of myself as, oh, I'm the A student. I do good in school. You know, I'm just naturally smart. And it's so hard because sometimes you put your identity in that. Sometimes you are saying, oh yes, I have value and I have worth because I get an A. I got an A on my math test. I have value and I have worth because I have, I'm the top of my class or in the top 10 of my class. I have value and I have worth because my GPA is a 4.0. And something that's really bad about having that mindset and having that way of thinking is that if you get a B, if you get a C, if you get a D on a test, like if you get a D on a test, that's going to completely wreck you because you're like, well, I thought I was so good at math, but now I'm getting a D on the test. I'm terrible at math. I'm, I don't have any value and I don't have any worth because I'm doing bad on my test. <laughs> There's my cat. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, so you're just gonna have to deal with that. I'm sorry for my cat. But anyways, I can say like, oh, because I got a B on that test, I don't have worth anymore. Or, oh, I'm failing at life because I got a C. You know, that is so easy for us students to feel like that. Because I feel like there is such a pressure on us to do good in school and be a good student. So I just want to tell you that it's okay if you're not the best person at school and that's not where our identity should spur from. But there's also some other things that we put our identity in. So this could be in our outward appearance. Guess what? 
all of those people that get plastic surgery and Botox and all of those crazy things, they have put so much of their identity in their outward appearance. Like, you look at any of the Kardashians, I think they probably have had quite a bit of work done because they want to look like the perfect, beautiful person, and that's where they place their identity in. But beauty fades. You're not going to look like a perfect 20-year-old all of your life. You're not going to look like a 16-year-old when you're 20, and you're not going to look like a 20-year-old when you're 40. And people, no wonder so many people in our world get plastic surgery done because they have placed their identity in the fact that, oh, I'm a pretty person. And when that beauty fades and that's all that they've invested in, all that they put their identity in, like that will fade. Your outward appearance will fade. We are not amazing, beautiful human beings. Sorry. We are amazing, beautiful human beings, but we're not going to be that model, supermodel-like person when we're 40, when we're 50. We are not going to look like a 20-year-old supermodel. We are not going to look like our 16-year-old self. We are not going to look like a younger version of ourself when we're old. So that's why it's so important not to put our identity in the fact that we look good when we're young because when we get older, we're just going to be like grasping on that thing of old. <laughs> we are going to be grasping on the fact that, oh, well, I used to be, you know, a beauty queen. <laughs> Wait, a beauty queen? I used to be one of those people who had that, like who was in pageants or I used to be the prettiest and most popular girl at my school like what happened to me what I look so old and gross now and it's so easy for us girls to put our worth in our outward appearance and this can also go for gym bros like I feel like girls can put their identity in like all parts of their outward appearance, like their face, their how skinny they are, like body image is crazy. But then I feel like guys really put their outward appearance in how much muscle they have. A lot of gym bros, I feel like have really, really bad body image because, you know, maybe you aren't as toned as you used to be where they're constantly working for the more muscular version of themselves and they're like working their body dry and working their body terribly because they're trying to achieve this thing that's not achievable. So outward appearance is also really, really, really big and no wonder we see so many people clinging on to that beauty. So many celebrities, you know, with Botox, with plastic surgery, you know, you can always pick yourself apart and say, well, this part could be better. And I think this is a topic for a whole nother day, but it is so easy for us to put our identity in what we look like and how pretty we are. My next thing is relationships. So this is a big one, especially I think for all ages. Sorry, you guys, about my cat. She's being annoying, but relationships is a big one and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be just romantic relationships. 
It can be platonic too. So let's first start about first start with platonic relationships and then <laughs> my cat and then we can move on to romantic relationships which I feel like is the bulk of what especially girls put their identity in. So platonic relationships, relationships with friends, you can 100% put your identity in. Like I have found myself being like, oh, I have worth and I have purpose because I'm this person's friend. And I have, I belong because I am in this friend group. I have value because I am this said person's friend. And it's so easy for, I feel like girls especially, to put their worth and their value in their friends and in these friends. And it's so hard for us to really break out of that loop and it just gets worse once we get into romantic relationships but I found this in my own life where I was friends with this one girl and my identity my cat is being so annoying I am so sorry you guys she's just in a bad mood today I guess so anyways I had put my worth in the fact that I was friends with this person, that I was friends with this one girl, and I was not putting my identity in Christ. I had rooted my identity more in her. And when we fell apart, like friends do, I was devastated. I lacked purpose. I felt like I didn't belong. And I didn't know who I was anymore. Because my whole, I feel like something that I really put my identity in is my relationships, like how I relate to other people so I can be like yeah I'm a great friend and that's part of my identity yeah I'm a kind person and that's part of my identity and those aren't bad things to put your identity in but when it's the sole thing that you put your identity in when I'm like well I have purpose because I am friends with this one girl and my purpose is to be friends to her and a friend to her and be her best friend is when we really fall into a dangerous trap. And sometimes the Lord will take away those friendships from us that he knows that we're putting too much of our identity in and too much of our hope in just because we realize, just because he's like, no, 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 no. You are putting your identity in the wrong place. You are putting your value and you are putting your purpose in the wrong place. And I'm going to take that away from you so you can reframe and refocus on what I have for you. So that is really hard. Relationships, even platonic, but romantic relationships is where I've seen so many girls struggle. Because with romantic relationships, I feel like so many of us, especially Christian girls, have this deep and really wonderful desire to become a mother and to become a wife and to have a family. I have that desire. I was even talking to one of my youth group leaders, actually my pastor's wife, Olivia, and she, it was so great. She sent me this whole sermon and she was saying and it was how to become the best version like how the woman to be it was kind of like all about relationships and especially like more towards marriage and dating relationships 
so she sent me this whole series of sermons and it was so good because I have just finished the ones on the woman to be and I found that so helpful. I found that like amazing, honestly. And I was just, it was just being stirred in my heart, like how much of a desire I have to become a wife and to become a mother. And like, that's what I want to do with my life. That is where I see myself in 10 years. I see myself as a mother and a wife. And that's, that's where I want to be. And I feel like a lot of women have that desire, even if they don't say it out loud, you know, even if they don't like fully recognize and, um, say that out loud, there's this strong desire because that's how we're created to become a wife and to be, and to have a family. And that's why so many like career women feel like they're lacking something. It's because there's that strong desire to be a wife and to have a family. But that's where it's so hard for us girlies to, and we fall into that trap where we start dating this guy. And then we're like, oh, you know what? This guy, he's going to be the one for me. He is it. He is perfect. He is amazing. He is the one. So then they start putting their identity in that guy. They're like, oh yeah, I'm so-and-so's girlfriend. Oh yeah, so-and-so and I am going to get married. Oh yeah, my purpose is going to get married to so-and-so. My value, like my value comes from the fact that I'm in a relationship with this guy. And I feel like girls fall into that trap so much more than we should be falling into that trap for I have seen girls and it's so hard where they just completely drop all of their girlfriends like they drop all of their good strong friends who are girls for a guy where their whole life just is all consuming with this one guy and we got to make sure that we're rooted in Christ first before we get into a relationship. And I feel like that's so hard to have. You know, that is so hard for us to understand as high schoolers and even going on. But I feel like that's something that I've just been learning is that I need to be focusing on me and the Lord. Like this is me and God's time right now. We are one in one. I am running after him today. And even if, you know, I might get distracted or I might like look to the side and be like, oh, well, there's a guy, you know, that's cute. Like, but then I realize, nope, it's me and the Lord right now. And if the Lord has a plan for a guy to enter my life, he will make that known. He will, he will make that work because that's his plan for my life. But right now where I'm at, I'm trying to, trying to keep that mindset of it's God's plan. And right now I need to focus on God and focus on the woman to be. Who do I need to be and who do I need to make myself before I can get, before I can get into a relationship, before I can think about all of these things. And that's why I've been like really interested in listening to sermons about like what, what woman to become because that has just been something that has been speaking in my life 
really recently too, is just like, who do I need to be? Because I can make this long list of a guy that I want, but who am I going to be? And the first step of that is to place our identity in the Lord. You see how I did that? Like, great little transition there, Kyla. <laughs> um, but so now what, so what does it mean? Like, what, what should we be putting our identity in? And then what does it mean to put our identity in that thing? So we should be putting our identity in God. We should be saying, I have value and I have purpose and I belong and I am a child of God. Like I have value because I'm a child of God. I have value because, because of God. So that's who we should be putting our identity in. But, oh, I forgot to say this about my last point. All of those examples that I went through, athletics, academics, outward appearance, relationships, and then popularities, like another one, all of those things are unstable and can be taken away from you. Like, I learned that with my old best friend. Like, she was taken away from me, and that was God's plan because it was his plan to, you know, turn me right back at him and put and have me put my identity in him. But... Like, those can be taken away from you, and it is so hard when something that you put your identity in is taken away from you, because then sometimes you're like, what do I do with my life? The thing that gave me value and gave me worth is now not there, so I'm I'm struggling. I don't know what to do, because the thing that I gave myself value, like, the thing that gave me value in my mind... The thing that I place my value in is now gone. So, people place their worth in unfulfilling things and things that are temporary. Every relationship, every, your athletics, your academics, your appearance, and your popularity are all temporary. And they're not going to fill you up. So, the one thing that is going to be fulfilling and that is going to fill you up is Jesus. So, Genesis 3, we'll start with the creation story. In Genesis 3, I just have this written down from a sermon, so we'll just start there. So, Genesis 3, it says that God dwelt with Adam and Eve. Like, that's how we were created. We were created to be with the Lord. Um, And in Genesis 3, it just talks about how Adam and Eve dwelt with God. They walked together. Like, they had such a close relationship, and then once the fall happened, we were separated from God, and we were separated from the thing that gave us identity, but we should be dwelling with God, and we were made to put our identity in God. So, I want you guys to think, what do we spend the most of our time and effort doing. So what is the most important thing to you right now? Is it your faith or is it something else? Is it your faith or is it your basketball team and your basketball career? Is it your faith or is it your grades? Is it your faith or is it this one guy that you really like or that you're in a relationship with? Is it your faith or is it how you look in the mirror? in the morning before you go to school. What is the most important thing to you right now? 
It should be Jesus. In reality, the most important thing to us should be our relationship with our Lord and our Father, Jesus Christ. God. <laughs> but also, like, our our Lord and our Father, God. And Jesus. Like, <laughs> that's what we should be. That should be the most important thing to us. It should be learning about Jesus. It should be spending time with God, whether that's with worship music or with prayer. It should be learning about God, like getting in the Word or listening to sermons or even faith-based podcasts. It should be the first thing on our mind in the morning when we wake up or once we like get up after that grogginess. It should be, how am I going to spend time with the Lord today? What am I going to do right now to spend time with God? What are we putting our time in? Is our time in social media? Because this is something that I need to listen to, too. Is my time spent... Do I spend more time on social media than I spend in my Bible? Yes. Yes, I definitely do. I spend 15 to 20 minutes in my Bible in the morning. And then usually, that's really all the independent Bible study time that I do for the day. And that's convicting for me. So... Are we spending more time on social media than we are with God? And that's something that I need to really, really work on, you guys. I need to work on spending more time with God than I am spending on on social media. Are you spending, are you putting more effort into training for state in whatever sport you are or doing schoolwork than you are putting effort into your own faith? And it's so hard because there is definitely a line. You're like, well, the problem is, is that you kind of have to spend time on these things. You kind of have to put effort into these things. You have to put effort and time and commitment into your academics. Like, academics is a lot of effort. And even athletics. Like, you have to put time and you have to put effort. But are you putting just as much effort in your time with God? Are you putting effort in to listen to that faith-based podcast or that sermon or those like hype Christian rap that you do? Are you putting that in your ears while you work out, while you do drills, while you get strong for your sport or while you, some sports it's different, but I know a lot of sports, they have training days where they go and they get strong, you know, they go to the gym and usually you can probably put some music in or you could listen to a podcast. Are you doing, are you choosing to listen to faith-based stuff instead of secular? Are you choosing, are you actively trying to put that in? If you like to listen to music while you study, Are you trying to listen to, I like, don't really like listening to instrumental music, but if you listen to instrumental music, are you listening to things that are honoring? Are you listening to things that are pure and that are holy? Like you can find so many instrumentations of worship songs. You can do that. Or are you, if you're listening to other study music, like I listen to ones with words, are you listening to ones that are faith-based? 
that are holy and pure. I made a whole study playlist, you guys. And that's been something that I'm really trying to, like, remember to do when I'm doing schoolwork is put that in instead of whatever else. And it's okay if, you know, sometimes, like, I've been on a classic rock kick where I'm like, yeah, let's go, classic rock. I love this. But is that the majority of things that I'm spending putting into my brain and my head? Or is it something else? So what does it really mean to have our identity in Christ? Thinking about this, I wrote down, we are a new creation in God because of the truth of the gospel, and we are no longer conforming to the ways of this world, but to the will of God. And this is kind of hard to really wrap our heads around, but when you place your faith in Jesus Christ, you are made a new creation because of the truth of the gospel. So because Jesus died and then rose up on the third day, died for our sins and then rose up on the third day, we, like that has paid for our sins. And when we place our faith in Jesus, we are made a new creation and our sins are paid for. And we should no longer be conforming to the ways of this world, but to the will of God. And we should no longer be, there's so many lists, like in Colossians, there's this huge list of the put-ons and the put-offs, that's Colossians, yeah, it's Colossians 3, and there's so many things that we should be putting off, that we should not be conforming to, and in John, can't remember what chapter, but like, we are not of the world but we are in the world and the world will hate us because we are not of it. And the world will hate us because we are different, but we should be different because we have placed our identity and we have placed our hope and our, yeah, our hope in Jesus. We have placed our worth in Jesus. And this is something that I really like to remember with knowing like identity and where does our identity lie and you know what does it even mean to have our identity in Christ I like to remember I am a valuable person because I am made in the image of Christ and this in the image of God this will stay true forever and it's non-circumstantial so I have value I have value because I am made in the image of God we are all made in the image of, image of God, but if we really try and place our hope and our knowledge and our, yeah, if we try and place our hope in this, like, it is amazing what it will do. We are made in the image of Christ, in the image of God. That means God formed us, knew us before we were even in the womb, and we are we know that we are made in the image of God from Adam and Eve, but we, but that's where we get our value from because of our creator. Our creator is God. Our creator is the God of the universe and he made us in his image and he wo- woven, wo- oh my goodness, I can't think of words, but he like created us and put us together in the womb and it's just amazing to think like, how much he cares for us and how much he 
loves us and how much he like it's is crazy but you have value because he cares for you and he cares for you so much um it's crazy it's crazy to think how much god like the god of the universe cares for you and cares for me and also like i said this will stay true forever we are always going to be made in the image of god and we are always going to have value because of this fact and it is non-circumstantial like that's the main thing and because it is non-circumstantial it means that no matter where we are no matter what we do no matter if we fail that math test if we get hurt and aren't able to play soccer for a season if we break up with that guy or if that guy breaks up with us or even if our looks fade and we get just a little bit older we get gray hair and wrinkly lines it does not mean that we have any less worth than what we had before and one thing that comes with placing our identity in this fact and knowing that we have value because we are new creation in christ means that we will act a little bit differently so this is how we're going to end this episode today so we're gonna just talk quickly about what it means to be a new creation and how we should see our life change so i'm gonna start in romans 6 and i'm just gonna read verses 1 through 4 for us so it says what shall we say then are we to continue in sin that grace may abound By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? How do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. And just because... So those are the verses. And then I said, just because we are freed from sin sin through grace, it doesn't mean that we can sin all we want. But what are some of these sins? Because sometimes it's a little hard to know quite, you know, I feel like we know a lot of the sins, but what are like our put-offs and put-ons? So I'm just going to read from Colossians 3 next so colossians 3 verses 5 through let's do 10 so colossians 3 5 through 10 says put to death therefore what is earthly in you sexual immorality impurity passion evil desire and covetousness which is all idolatry on account of these the wrath of god is coming and these two you once walked when you were living in them But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have not that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. And then I'll just skip down to verses verses twelve through fourteen says Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, 
kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and, if anyone has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So those are all of our put-ons and our put-offs. And what are we supposed to put off? So we're trying to put off any idolatry, any immorality, any impurity, any evil desires. So, like, with that list, we're supposed to try and be pure. And we're trying to put off the pure impureness. And we're trying to not have that evil, evil desire. I think that's one that's, like, really hard. Because sometimes we can have evil desire. And impurity is hard, too, in a world that's like ours right now where it is so impure and there's not a lot of those cultural things that you know hold us back from that if you are living in the 16th century ankles were a problem so that would be impurity but now all of that impurity and all of that purity has been thrown out the window and I feel like we're just getting bombarded with impurity right now so it's so hard for us to remain pure and maybe I'll try and do an episode on all of that stuff that like all that includes that stuff like modest dressing and keeping pure and out of all of that gross stuff and trying to be different but we're also supposed to put away anger wrath malice slander and obscene talk and a lot of that there's a few heart issues that come with both of these and one of them is anger and pride. I feel like anger is very prideful. And anger is like a really big one. Pride is another big one. And impurity, I think, are the really, really, really big heart issues. And I think it's so easy for us to be prideful. I find that sometimes where I'm like, wow, Kyla, that was really selfish. Lord, please forgive me for being that selfish. Or, wow, Kyla like you got really angry at that car in front of you i know i always use my road rage as an example but you i could even be like wow kyla you got really upset with your friend because she said something mean to you like that you are supposed to be slow to anger and you just let this one thing tick you off and you just got mad at her you know you got mad at your friend because this one thing that she said or that she did made you mad and I feel like I'm a lot slower to anger with my friends. My sisters, it's a little bit harder. But with my friends, I'm pretty pretty chill. I'm pretty slow to anger. But sometimes I'm like, wow, Kyla, you need to not act like that. You need to not, like, ignore and give this person the cold shoulder because you're mad at them. Like, you need to get down to that heart issue. And a lot of the time, it's either anger or pride. And then also impurity is a big one. I feel like that is, or idolatry. Idolatry, I think, is like the heart issue between, under impurity. And I am not a, I'm not a pastor by no means. So if I'm saying things that aren't like, you're like, mm, Kyla, is that completely right? And then you're like, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if we feel like that's completely right. It may or may not be. But 
correct me if I'm wrong. Use your own discernment. But anyways, there's a lot of like really big heart issues. And I think no matter how much we try, we always realize like there's always going to be sin, but you want to work on it. So working on that sin and working on those bad root sins like anger or pridefulness or selfishness. Like with me, sometimes I realize, oh, I'm kind of a selfish person. Like, oh, I just talked about myself for 15 minutes. Like, I don't want to be that person that was selfish of me to just be talking about me and my problems. What about this person's problems? Or, oh, I'm really angry, so I'm going to vent about this one person to this other friend that I have. Like, that's selfish and that's prideful because you definitely have problems in your own life. Like, I have problems in my own life. I'm not saying that I don't have problems because I definitely have problems in my own life. But, as verse says, oh, and then also another one is do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. So, we should continually be surrendering our sin as a new creation and as a child of God because we don't want to be in the old self and we know that we are a new creation. So this is kind of the things that we should be putting, like really trying to do to put our identity in Christ because we know that our value and our worth and where we belong all comes from Christ and all beca- and all is because we were made in God's image and we are a child of God. So we're supposed to be putting off all of these really bad sins But then, what should we be putting on instead? What should we be doing instead of getting angry or being selfish? We're supposed to be... We're God's chosen ones. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. We're supposed to be forgiving one another. Like, that's a big one for me. Like, forgiveness. Work on it every single day. Like, every little step towards forgiveness. And then, like, what else? And above all, all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. I think love is the root to all of these amazing things. Because the new great not great commission but the new commandment in John let's see let's see if I can uh, find it in John 14 it says 1434 it says a new commandment i give to you that you love one another just as i loved you you are to love one another and then verse 35 says by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another so we're supposed to be putting on that love because that shows that we're a new creation and i feel like so many of these things stem out of love so compassion stems out of love we must be loving to have compassion. Kindness stems out of love. Like you're, the thing is, is that if you're a very unloving person, you're not gonna want to be kind. 
So we're supposed to be putting on love every single day and working towards loving others. And humility also can come with love. Like, with love, a lot of things are... Like, love just transforms you. So making sure you put on love above all else and so many things are going to stem out of that and trying to get to the root issues of those things so because we know this is kind of like going on a little bit of side tangent I kind of just went on a very long side tangent but because we are valuable because we are valuable because we are made in the image of Christ in the image of God, and we are new creations in Christ. We, yeah, because you are a valuable person, because of you being made in the image of God, and because you are God's children, one of the things that should be stemming out of you putting that identity in Christ is those put on and put off statements. But yeah, I think that's it. So don't be putting your identity, don't be putting your worth. Like our worth comes from God and comes from the fact that we are children of him. So do not be putting your worth in the fact that you get good grades or that you're a really good person on your team, on your sports team, or that you are dating this person or you're friends with that person. If you're popular, if you look good, like all of those things are going to fade. The one thing that is going to stay true forever is that you are a child of God and that you are a new creation in God. And with that, you're going to have all of those put on and put offs. So we're going to put off anger and pridefulness and idolatry and then we're going to put on love because love covers a multitude of sins not quite sure what verse that is but that is a verse in the bible and just knowing that trying this week to be like lord my life is in your hands and i know that i have value because you love me you love me first, and that's why I have value, and that's what I should be really running after. We should be spending the most of our time and effort running hard after the Lord, and the most important thing to us, work on this this week, and I need to work on this too. Putting The most important thing to us should be our faith, so making sure that you make that time to read your Bible in the morning or at night, you be putting on those Christian jams when you're driving to school, when you're doing schoolwork, when you're working out. Put on those Christian jams. Put on that sermon or that podcast. Try and put effort into your faith this week. Even if it's the smallest little bit of effort, like God can move mountains with it. He can move mountains with whatever you can give him. So try and continually to submit your wantings and your desires to him and try and spend the most of your time and effort growing closer to God this week. Okay, cool. I think that one was good. It was kind of long. Um, yeah, that was a long one, but 
it's it's good and if you guys have any questions make sure you reach out to me so i'm on instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast and then i'm also on gmail at thatchristiangirl.podcast thatchristiangirl.podcast1 at gmail.com it is in the show notes well it is on like the show description so make sure to go check that out and thank you so much for listening and i'm so glad that i could record this and give this to you guys because it really i really do love like recording these and giving it out to you guys and seeing how god works through it so as always reach out and thank you so much for listening okay love you guys bye Thank you for listening to the end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure to go follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast or you could email me at thatchristiangirl.podcast1 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow and rate the show because that really helps me out. And thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next one.